episode number 181 2019 Camaro configurator here and gone Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Oh, you know, it's the weekend podcast it's the weekend we're doing it <laughs> doing the podcast like we do probably gonna drink some beers later on BS. or something like that i drank some beers last night i went to uh went to a festival for for um, our old elementary school in saint germain and had some not very good beer but it's better than bud and bud light uh, it's a michelob amberbach oh yeah by the just... by the pitcher blah but it was okay. The, yeah. It was okay. Well, wait, was it free? No. Oh. No, no, no. It was 10 bucks a pitcher. Oh, God. Life is too short to drink crappy beer. Exactly. That's but all they you had. still drink it. That's all, that's all they had. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, but, uh, man, it's, it's still warm out. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it freaking... It was almost 90 degrees here yesterday again. <laughs> it's 95 here today. <laughs> oh, my God. It's 86 right now here. I wish. All right, let's do the rundown here of what we're going to talk about. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, first, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, this, these articles that are out there about Ford just destroying Camaro in the sales. And, of course, we've got to remind everybody of what, how, how, sales really, how sales numbers really work and what numbers really matter. We're going to talk about the 2019 Camaro configurator. It was there, and then we can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, let's see here. We're going to talk a little bit more about a contest that we've got. Oh, oh! before that, though, I guess uh, if you want to talk about Camaro costing money over in Australia, they're not, they can't be too happy. It costs thousands more. We can talk about that <laughs> a little bit. Got a bunch of voicemails and an email and whatever else we can smash in at the end of this episode about Camaro stuff. You can bet your taillights that we'll, <laughs> that we'll, your taillights. we'll, we'll get to it. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, the, there's uh, two articles that I'm, seeing here one is on jalopnik okay the ford mustang is eating the chevy camaro's lunch and another one's on motor one ford mustang sales driving circles around slow selling camaro yeah so so what 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 the what happened this week is <laughs> at a previous i think at a previous uh camaro event that we we reported on with manny who was there um automotive news got a a quote from al openheiser um, and, and he said, frankly, they've been eating our lunch, said Al Oppenheiser, chief engineer of Camaro, said of the Mustang, in particular speaking, um, the low transaction price of a four-cylinder, that's where the bulk of the sales are, and that's where our pricing strategy needed improvement. We planned to go ahead and go head-to-head and win. That's the, I guess, piece-together quote from Al. <laughs> um and people have taken that and run with it. So this is the Jalopnik article on this. Um, what other article are you referencing? Uh, one on Motor One. Uh, Ford Mustang sales driving circles around slow-selling Camaro. Uh, talking about automotive. Yeah, it's the same, It's referencing the same article, but then it goes on to pretty much. Uh, oh, 
price isn't the Camaro's only issue. Poor outward visibility and polarizing <laughs> styling could be factors in its declining sales, and a lower price may not instantly rejuvenate sales as the automaker hopes. <sighs> it doesn't hurt to have a lot of value for the money, says Carl Brower, executive publisher of Auto Trader, and Kelly Blue Book told the publication. I just wonder if that alone is the real stumbling block. Okay. Right, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, next month we're going to have, I think, the next quarterly update from Chevrolet. So we're going to find out exactly how much lunch the, the, the Mustang is eating um, for the last three months. Technically, the last <laughs> thing the Camaro needs is more lunch because it's a flat peg. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's, that's the fifth gen. Yeah. Well, according to Motor One, through July, Ford has sold nearly 20,000 more Mustangs so far this year. Okay. That's quite a bundle. Yeah. But at the same time. As we say, they might be selling 20,000 more Mustangs. Yeah. But is their profit margin reflected of that? Of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, according to, to this publication, Camaro sales are down 28% so far this year, selling just 29,551 examples through July. <laughs> Ford sold 48,362 Mustangs during the same period. From 2010 to 2014, Camaro sales dominated the Mustang. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. However, since 2015, when Ford reintroduced the all-new Mustang, the Camaro has struggled to beat the Mustang sales. Uh, in 2015, Ford sold 122,349 Mustangs, up nearly 40,000 over 2014, compared to just 77,502 Camaros the same year. Hmm. Is Chevrolet uh, in, the, in the business to beat Mustang sales? Nope. Are they in the business of making money? Yep. <laughs> we've 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 talked about this at nauseum. So Apple is not a phone company. Apple is a computer company that happens to make phones. That make them all their money. That make them all their money. <laughs> I mean Chevrolet isn't I'll 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 I'll, I'll apply it more directly to okay. this. Okay. Chevrolet is not a Camaro company. Chevrolet is an automaker. That makes lots of cars. Right. And the Camaro isn't the only one that they make money off from. Right. They do make money off the Camaro. Otherwise, they would not be making it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've still yet to see them blowing out Camaros. I've still yet to see them have a, a $59 lease deal like the Challenger. I've still yet to see them throwing all sorts of money on the hood and bl- and just blowing them out. <clears throat> I see oh. a lot of Challengers on the road but I got a pretty darn good deal on my Equinox. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, I don't know. We're, we're going to keep talking about this every month because we can't stop talking about this because people won't let us stop talking about this, <laughs> <laughs> including every automotive uh, publication out there. That's okay. That's okay. They're, they're doing okay. Um, no, no reason to panic. Uh, I know some people have, are like, "Holy cow! They're not they're not making any Camaros. They're, they're going to go under again." I'll, I'll I'll put it this way. Yeah. And you guys, people can share this one out. I just thought of this: selling cars is not like a baseball game where whoever gets the most runs wins. Yeah. It's whoever makes the most money, keeps their shareholders happy, and it's not a it's it's not really a competition when you think about it. Right. It, it's it's not. It's it's they're. Chevrolet and General Motors is competing with themselves. They want to do better than they did last year so their shareholders can be happy. Right. 
Ford, the, the Ford camp, they just kind of use it as kind of like a little benchmark. Well, Ford's doing this. We could be doing that, too, to keep the cars moving, keep people buying them again, which does what? Brings in profit margin and keeps their shareholders happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we Chevrolet keep... is a money-making company that happens to build cars. Yeah. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep talking about it because, you yeah. know, forever and ever. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's job security for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I know that where it's somebody where Chevrolet is going to be make either making a lot of money off the Camaro or not. And where's that? That's Australia. Down under. Uh huh. The Cam- GM Authority <laughs> says why the Camaro Chevrolet Camaro costs thousands more in Australia. So short and sweet, the Chevrolet Camaro costs around sixty-one thousand dollars USD yeah. in Australia. A lot more than what it would be. It's because it has to be a, uh, a right-hand drive. Uh, when the Camaro finally makes its way to HSV, the car then receives 100 man-hours work of worth, worth of work to make it suitable for Australian roads. Part of the price increase comes from tooling and development recovering costs, standard manufacturing stuff, manufacturing costs and charges for changes made to the interior and underbody. HSV must also bake in a warranty and roadside assistance. Oh, and the luxury car tax has its way with the pricing as well. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. A, that is some engineering work. I mean, to, to get it to be, you know, pass all of their regulations and whatnot. Remember, remember we had that nice conversation at SEMA with, um, I can't remember his name, but he flew in from, uh, not Australia, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And it took him over a year to import uh, a ZL1 uh-huh. over there. And he went through quite a lot, quite a lot, and spent quite a bit of money just yeah, to get it there. Cheap. No. I'm wondering uh, if if uh, being able to import this car would be would be cheaper. We'll I don't know, man. Sixty-one thousand dollars for a base, or for a, I think I think that was a two SS that they were referencing. Is it? Yeah, because it's uh, eighty-five thousand nine hundred ninety Australian dollars. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just saying a rear-wheel drive V eight car. Okay, That's so crazy. maybe that might even be just a one SS. Yeah, don't know. Boy, so are there are are they? They're not making it right here. Oh yeah, for yeah. Of trying to drive from the United States, are they making it? They're turning it into a right-hand drive car too. Oh, they'd have to. I th- I would think. I mean, wow. I would think uh, for a, yeah, because I mean, it needs why? Why else would it need a hundred man hours of work? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Okay. Oh man. Well, you know, at the same time, we shouldn't feel too bad because you know the Aussies get some really cool cars that we don't get. That's true. That's true. We don't get. Mm. So, so speaking of cars and money and all that, since yeah. you know we're talking about it, let's talk about the title of the show. It was reported that the 2019 Camaro configurator was online. I saw it, Chris. You saw it, right? Oh yeah, and we talked about it last week too. Yep, and now it's gone. It's, it's gone. Page not found. Yeah, we can. I, I can only assume that they're just fixing something, or I I don't know why would they would take it offline. Know. Unless they're working on something, or it's, they found something wrong, or it was reporting a wrong price, or something like that. Yeah, but that should be an easy fix versus taking the whole thing down. I know. Uh, maybe I don't maybe know. it got leaked and shouldn't have. I don't know. I mean, we don't yeah. know 
No, we, I mean, we all went straight to the link. We didn't actually go to the homepage and then click to click to click and drill in. Right. Huh. I mean, 2019s are hitting the dealer lots, so it's not, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing secretive about the pricing. Tell you what, the Chevrolet website needs a good product manager, but it's too bad <laughs> I don't live in Detroit anymore. <laughs> they don't outsource this stuff? Oh, yeah, they do. Oh. But whoever, whoever, the site itself needs one, oh, not necessarily okay, Chevrolet. Okay. So you but it doesn't matter, like... I don't live in Detroit anymore. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, if they would made me the product manager for this, you know, for the Chevrolet website, which I kind of was for a little while. Yeah. Those are the days. Oh, yes. At least a part of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Last week, we talked about this. We're going to talk about just a little bit more. The Gear Wrench Mega Challenge. I forgot what it's called. The Gear Wrench uh, Camaro Challenge Giveaway, I think it's what it's called. And the, it's, the finals are happening the day that this episode is released. It's this big old to-do, what is it called? Here's, here's, here it is. The Gear Wrench Winning Camaro Challenge Finale. Las Vegas Motor Speedway happening today, if you listen to this, the day that it's released. Three finalists, Steve Steiner, Emil Zarn, and John Kam- Kramborg. Sorry about that, John. <laughs> uh, th- by the time you hear this episode, one of them probably won a new custom Gear Wrench Camaro. And to celebrate that, Gear Wrench also gave us one of their... 80931 141-piece toolkits to give away to you if you can call in and tell us what tool, what's your favorite tool in your toolbox you cannot live without and why. Yep. And Chris, you and I are going to pick the winner. We, we are. probably have some of those voicemails in this episode. It's going to end in a month, less than a month, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. So make sure that you get your voicemails in telling us what your favorite tool in your toolbox is and why. And you might be picked mm-hmm. uh we will release the announce the winners october 7th october 7th Oof. getting close to sema here dude we're getting close to sema i will not be able to go what you, can't come go. To C- you can't come to sema this year i don't think oh. so dude. i uh there's a certification that i'm going for that i really want to get okay so a career certification and it happens to be the same week oh that sucks yeah well you know so anyway, Chris, we got some voicemails or what? Yeah, we got four of them. Let me uh, let me kick off the first one. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bar following you again. I called last week, and you guys hit the nail right on the head when you said the perfect car for me would be the 2019 Camaro ZL1. And I would love to have that car, but there's one thing I should have mentioned but I did mention. Uh, my budget is right around $40,000, $45,000, and I know that the 2019 ZL1 is probably going to be right around sixty or something like that. So I'm sure I can't talk, you know, 15 grand off of that. But uh, anyway, uh, when I mentioned used Corvette, I mean, when I mentioned Corvette, I was actually talking used Corvette uh, 2014, 2015 with the Z51 package. They're finally starting to pop up now for in that $40,000, $45,000 price range with decent miles on them. And as you know, forty to $45,000 can get you a really uh, good Camaro or a Mustang. So, yeah, so I mean, ZL1 would be perfect, but unfortunately, uh, I'm not I'm not in that uh, bracket right now as far as buying a car that costs that much. I, um, so, so yeah, um, just want to give that little piece of information, and um, so that's my budget, and go from there. Well, thank you, Bartholomew, for for. Co- <laughs> I always find that funny. Well, how, how come what people always do that? I, I don't understand. Okay. Um, <laughs> So he's got a he's got a forty to forty five thousand uh, dollar budget. So that that kind of yeah that 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 I would I would I wouldn't say um, a ZL one car now. Now I would say a one LE. 
Yeah. I would recommend a one LE car. Yep. Yeah. I, I would I would take that Mustang, I would forget about it, and I wouldn't even look at it. Um and then um you have if it So it's gonna be between a Corvette and a Camaro. I guess you'd have to look at it and say, A, do you want to carry more than one person in the car? Because if you do, now you can eliminate the Corvette. <laughs> or um, are you a douchebag? And if you are, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Um, but I mean, yeah, used car versus new car too. I don't know. No, Does warranty play into effect? Um, they do cover the Camaro on the track too. So if you need warranty work done and you want to uh, race your car, it will be covered um, on the track. That used Corvette you're talking, it won't be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if I were to do it all over again, I'd do exactly what I did. Yeah. I'd be a douchebag and buy a C6Z06. Dude, dude, just LS7, man. I, yeah. It's such an incredible engine. I love it. Love it. But if I was to do a Camaro, definitely 1LE. No question, 1LE. Yeah, it'd be a fun car. Definitely a fun car. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling in, Bartholomew. Let us know what you decide. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's go to the next voicemail. Here we go. Is, is he done? Yeah, he's done. I, uh, okay. He talked about Whoop. sharks and impending giant sharks and Vegas okay. odds. And he, he did talk about a, a Hot Wheels. I, I, I'm not quite sure if he's Ooh. getting the, the 2018 Hot Wheels Special Edition car with the 8-speed right. automatic. He was talking. He was, he was pretty detailed about it. So I'm wondering if, he's, if he is actually getting a Hot Wheels uh, car. I, I don't yeah. know. Then he, okay. He, he mentioned the, uh, the Hurricane. Right. And uh, the Carolinas. Yeah. And okay. wanting people to get away from the shore. Right. I, th- I think they know that by now. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, Good to hear from you, Postal Dave. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, on that happy note. Are you on drugs or is this your naturally <laughs> moronic self? <laughs> yeah, hopefully everybody out there that's getting walloped by 
Francine or whatever her name is. Florence. Florence. Florence Henderson, the original MILF. Um, <laughs> yeah, hope, 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 you know, nobody's lost their cars and all that debauchery. Yeah. All right. I, sometimes I just, I, I feel just dumber after listening to his voicemail. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got next here? How do, how do, let's have some other people call in, please. How do they do that, Chris? Oh, God. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I just don't know where to go from here. <laughs> All right. How about okay, this? How, yeah. How, how about this? Pick up your phone. Yeah. Call this number. Leave a message. If you're new, that's wonderful. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Or you can send us an email. Which our longtime listener, good friend of the show, Wesley Parnell, uh, shot us an email and he said, catching up on episodes and listening to episode number 178, please, for the love of God, don't ruin the Chevelle nameplate with a Charger style car. They already ruined the Malibu nameplate with a four door, four cylinder front wheel drive car. So please leave the Chevelle alone. If anything, why not rebrand the Malibu into a rear wheel drive V8 car to compete with a Charger? Hmm. Interesting. Thank you, Wesley. And 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 I, I want to say Wesley has a Chevelle. I, I I believe he does. He has a beautiful uh, 454 Chevelle. Oh man, heavy Chevy. Oh, it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful car. So I can see why he doesn't want the Chevelle nameplate on a char a Charger style car. Because mm-hmm. I mean, after owning one, I mean, obviously. He'd be like, "Oh God, um, but Malibu, I, I don't know." I, and and I remember mm. one of my friends who had a seventy Chevelle and said Malibu on the side. But how long has it been since the Malibu oh, has even been a rear wheel drive car? Well, since let's let's 70s, say been a right? good rear wheel drive car, right? Because there was the a couple of last years they were just puke. Yeah. <sighs> so it, that's that's changed. So you might as well forget about it with Malibu. You might as well just forget about it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But you know what? If if they brought back the Chevelle, what would it be like then? I mean, they can't have a Camaro competitor because that turns into, well, basically a Firebird competitor, yeah. which yeah. is the Camaro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know. But he's got a point. I would hate yeah. to see Chevelle be something cruddy, too. Hmm. Yeah. All right, how about back to the voicemails? Yeah, let's go back to the voicemails here. We got um, we got two more here. So let's start with this one. Chris and Jason, Sean Martin from Oceanside. Vice grips, best tool ever made. I've used the same pair of vice grips from working on my Camaro, my first Camaro when I was a teenager. Of 67 all the way up to now. I've used it for plumbing. I've used it for doing electrical work in my house. It's the all-around greatest tool ever, and it, you can use it to get into places and, and grip uh, bolts that, you know, would be hard to get without some sort of special angle tool. Uh, anyway, so vice grips, that is my, that is my uh, choice. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you, Sean. Sean is in to win on this contest. Vice grips. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I, I, uh, I never use vice grips for anything. I do. Do you? Yeah. Yep, I do. 
I largely use, well, here's the thing. Vice Grips is kind of like Kleenex. There's a lot of companies that make them, but the actual Vice Grip, I believe, is made by Irwin Tools, which I've used quite a bit of. I I, I, I like Irwin Tools a lot. Um, yeah, actually, Irwin Vice Grip, or, yeah, okay, right on, right on. And since 1924, according to the Irwin, Irwin, Irwin website, but since this, uh, this, this contest is sponsored by uh, Gear Wrench, I checked, and sure enough, they've got their own style of straight jaw locking pliers uh. or, or just locking pliers is really the non non trademark name version wow. looks like decent quality too uh, gear wrench does make a lot but yeah it, just in general just the vice grip style or locking pliers definitely very handy um i, d- I didn't realize vice grips was a brand name and mm-hmm. not a style of the tool i didn't realize that well it's it's technically both <laughs> but uh yeah um Vice Grips is a is is an Irwin tool. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next voicemail. Maybe we got somebody yeah. else in here who wants to enter this contest. Right on. Yo yo yo. What is up, guys? AJ the resident Mustang guy, and I'm entering for the tool set. Um, my name is AJ. Um, my city is uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and the one tool that I cannot live without is a 10 millimeter socket and a 10 millimeter wrench. Well, I guess it's taking two tools, but just a 10 millimeter. Uh, deep socket, shallow socket, wrench, anything, because it's the one tool that, that you always need. Every car has is full of 10 millimeter bolts, and it's just it's the first one you lose and the one that you always need. So that's the one thing that I cannot live without that myself or anyone seems to ever have is a 10 millimeter wrench socket whatever so that's it guys talk to you later aj thanks thanks for calling in that that was a great voicemail you know one of the things the best thing he said it's the first one you lose and the one you always need that's great (laughs) that's great He's uh, <clears throat> he's right on the money with that one. And now that I think about it, of all the sockets that I've grabbed, I bet you if I went out and looked at my socket sets, I'd probably see just a little bit more wear on that 10 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a point there. Just made me think about this. Like, yep, he's 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 right. Deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. Dang. <laughs> Way to go, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of spooky, huh? Yeah. So he's all in. Right. He, he's in it to win it. <laughs> Yeah, so let's see here. I can't see him. I'm I'm going, looking over the gear wrench website, and I just did like a search for uh, gear wrench locking uh, pliers or whatever I said it was here, yeah. and and uh, I wonder if it's not if it's not uh, um, discontinued. Really? Yeah. Eight it's gear wrench eight two zero four two. I love tools. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, AJ, um, and of course. Gear wrench has plenty of 10 millimeter stuff as well. Yeah. Sweet. So this is ending when October, what do you say, 7th or 8th? Uh, October 7th. I... Okay. Guys, get yeah. your voicemails in. This is a ser- This toolkit, they sent us a picture of it. This thing is legit. This thing <laughs> is a big, big old toolkit. You guys want yep. this thing. 141 piece. Hundred and I don't even have 141 pieces in my own toolkit. (laughs) (laughs) 
You guys want this, so get your voicemails in. Yep, yep. Five, I took, a, I took six, a look at it closely. Four um, eight six three one eight two. I took a look at it closely. Even even it comes with a like an Allen wrench set, and it's a genuine Allen brand. It's not like you know every other company. Kind of like you know Allen wrenches aren't as a brand name as well. Right. Um, but people just call them Allen wrenches. So mm, anyway, that's that's the thing. If you want to look it up, part number eight zero nine three one. Get your voicemails in. And get yourself a toolkit. This thing costs like 100 150 bucks. Hmm. And I'm going to ship it to you. I'm going to pay for shipping to you. Yeah, Cause you, yeah. Because you're just, you're just a great guy. Uh, no, no, no. I just, you know, I've got to do what i got to do here. Um, What else we got to talk about? I didn't go to LS Fest. We talked about that, right? Well, we talked about that LS Fest was going on last weekend, but um, you said it was going to rain, so you weren't going to go. It, yeah, I, I had some other things I really had to get done. Um, and I saw and, the, the, the NEOCC, a big event, was last weekend yeah. as well. And they had to cut it down a day because they had such terrible weather. The yep. rain was just horrible. So they had to cut it down from their normal two days to one day. Bummer. I know. I've been there. The running, at a, car, running a car event is not easy. It's, it's, no. it's pretty hard. And, uh, like, shoot, that, there's one r- racing event that I ran, and, man, we had to cut it down, way down because of, of rain um, and uh, or snow. <laughs> snow, yes. Oh, my God. How can I forget, especially when it was in October. That was great. Yeah, which is, you know, <laughs> next month. But, uh, oh, dang. yeah, it's, dang. it's pretty pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't make it. And it seems like, what is it, LSX Magazine, they had some good coverage and I guess they were auto crossing and through pools of water and, uh, boy. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I guess I'm, I'm glad I didn't go, but I kind of wish I did Yeah. just for kicks. But, uh, let's see what else is going on. Something I've been wanting to talk about because I think a few, a few of our listeners would be interested in it. Uh, Pontiac transportation museum slated to open spring of 2019. Pontiac transportation museum. That's right. Wow. There's a, if you go to PontiacTransportationMuseum.org, um, it talks about this museum that they're opening up specifically for Pontiac, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, considering, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of Pontiac enthusiasts out there, and, and, and you know, the company doesn't exist anymore. Yep. 250 West Pike Street, Pontiac, Michigan. Nice. Nice. They, let's see what, what's going on for upcoming events here. Oh, coming soon. Coming soon. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So, any of you Pontiac fans, which we know there's plenty of, there you go. You you finally have your own museum all to yourself. Cool. Yep. And uh, what else are we talking about? Oh, I thought this was kind of cool. Just some little tidbits of news that I've been sitting on. Um, there's an article on Popular Mechanics that came out uh, a few days ago, a couple weeks ago. G- uh, the article's called, Why GM... Finally, let Cadillac build an all-new twin-turbo V8, the spiritual successor to the North Star, the 4.2-liter V8 bound for a Caddy's CT6. What a packaging marvel this thing is! Okay. <laughs> you seen this thing? No. It looks. It looks like it's. Six engine builders are on the payroll to assemble them, but each is built by just one of them. Really? Yeah. So the CTSV has a 6.2-liter. Yeah. And it'll keep using that engine even after the 4.2 liter arrives in the CT6. Let's see, where's the power? Where's the power? power. Da-da-da, da-da-da, I've got the power. 
500 horsepower, 553 pound-feet of torque, and then 550 and 627 pound-feet of torque for the CTS V Sport. Hmm. <laughs> That's going to be pretty sweet. So let's think about this just for fun. Uh, 6.2 liter, I'm sorry, 4.2 liter twin turbo V8. Yeah. Made V8. by General Motors. V8, not V6. V8. Yeah. Smaller displacement V8, lighter weight, better packaging. Do you see where these are being built? Yeah, no, I did not. Where are they being built? At the Corvette plant in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh, gosh, what do you know about that? <laughs> huh. You know, it'd be interesting if we started seeing these being built in Lansing. Mm. You know, it's got that hot V design. We talked about the hot V a long time ago, didn't we? We sure did, the hot V. Is it? The, is this the same hot V? It might be the same hot V. I don't know. So they're finally getting around to it? It might be, this hot V. Hot V. Dude, I got to <laughs> get com. one of those hot Vs. Dot com. <laughs> All right, let's grow back up. It, it's a neat-looking engine, and the numbers are definitely impressive. Yeah. So what do we think? Do you think this is going to go anywhere else other than Cadillac? It seems like we've talked about this, though, and I think they said no freaking way it's going to yeah. stay in Cadillac. Yeah. I don't know. Never say never. Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> what else we got to talk about here? Are we kind of out? We're, we're right at the end of the show. Yeah, we're, we're about 35 minutes in. Well, I just want to mention this article you've had on here for a little while. Oh, sure. Because it says... um. A brief history of SLP and what led to the fifth gen ZL1 Panther Camaro. We've we've known and been friends with SLP for how many years now? So many years. Um, this, this, over uh, myself personally, twenty two. Yeah, exactly. This this is a great article from uh, was this LSX Raceline or Heart? What is it? LSX Mag. LSX Mag. They got the history of of SLP's vehicles on here. And we've been around these things for years, yep. from from the Firehawk to leading up to the Panther. So I'm going to link this up in the show notes, and it just oh, it, it's, it's it brings really back to... it brings back such good memories looking through this, and especially talking with Dave all the time. You know, yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. quoted here in this in this article. Yeah, it's it's neat to see SLP and then uh, and then going over to SVE, which is what's what they are now. But, you know, people don't a lot of people don't know this, but there was a Firehawk. There's a Pontiac Firebird Firehawk, but there's also a very short lived Pontiac G8 Firehawk. G8 Firehawk. Really? That's right. In 2009. Uh, to revive, they revived the Firehawk name, applying it to an upfitting powertrain suspension and appearance package for the G8. Included a TVS 1900 supercharger, Blackwing cold air induction, SLP's power flow exhaust, blah 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 blah. I've got a few like hero cards for the Pontiac G8 Firehawk right. that I've socked away. I forgot about that. Yep, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. They 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 actually they did some th- a Ford Thunderbolt, which is a Ford Ranger. Back in like the early two thousands, um, they they converted my Regal. Remember, that's right. Remember my GSX. Right. They did Pontiac Grand Prix. They did Buick Regals. They really did a lot more than what they're really known for. Is and that's of course the Firehawk and the Camaro SS before Chevrolet took that over. But it's really neat to see the history of that. I was part of that history for a little bit, a little while. I'm happy to say, 
And then um, going into SVE and what they're doing now with the Z, or, or I, I should say what they did with the ZL Camaro, mm-hmm. the Panther Camaro, which was also very unknown compared to their other cars, right. because the Camaro was originally supposed to be called the Panther. So these are just really neat articles. You gotta read them. Feel free to, Chris. You want to like put them both in the show notes, yes, and then absolutely. We encourage you guys to read these, and then call in and tell us what you think about this, and think about where now you know what was SLP is now SVE in our in in most mm-hmm. most people's minds. Where do you think they're gonna go from here? Because they've been doing those thousand horsepower Yankos. <laughs> where can they go after that? Oh my God, fifteen hundred horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just when we think um, they've hit the the top, they just exceed that and blow the lid off. So who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna link this up in the show notes. Yeah, All uh, right. Yeah, but that's gonna that's gonna be the end of this show because we are we are at the end here. We, as always, I didn't think we had too much to talk about, and then then again, we're we're way past our normal time, which is good, which is very good. Yeah. But. Yep. We'll be back at you again next week. Um, get those voicemails in. Tell us what's your go-to tool. What is a tool you cannot live without? And maybe you can win this this badass good wrench tool kit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's gotta. Exactly. Otherwise, I'm keeping it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more good stuff. Like Chris said, get your voicemails in. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!